This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we are focusing on Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. So many things to cover this morning. This is the first day of fall. It will officially come in at 831, I believe that is uh, the way it goes here in Middle Tennessee. That's our central time. So, Thomas, are you ready? You going to do a fall dance or something? I'm, I'm ready for fall. We're I am too. I, I've got... Big, we got big plans for fall, so we're excited. Well, welcome it in. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have uh, Thomas Laird with us this morning, Rachel Singer, and Nate Williams, and they're going to tell us about some things happening with Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Nate, this is a big time of the year for the parks. You know, we we stay busy year-round, Barton. I think um, traditionally people think, uh, you know, Parks and Recreation, it's it's May, June, July, you know, those months where we're the busiest. But I'd say coming into October traditionally has been our busiest month of the year. Uh, we have a lot of things going on. Uh, it's just a good time. I mean, it's a good time in the park system. People can get out and enjoy facilities and then, you know, start engaging uh, in our indoor facilities, our wellness facilities, and some of those programs. It's a great time to uh, go out and play pickleball, uh, give that a try at our outdoor courts at Patterson and some other things that we have going on. But, you know, the other thing is, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Thomas is uh, assistant director for the department, but he's also the chief scarer for the department as well. The chief scarer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's For how many years, Thomas, have, uh, have you done Old Scream Road? Uh, 18 or 19. Yeah, so, I think this year would have been the 19th year. Yeah, so everybody's become accustomed to uh, what we've done traditionally uh, at our Barfield Bash at, at Barfield Park uh, with Old Scream Road and our, our carnival and stuff. And this year we're changing th- some things up. Uh, just based on where we are, but we weren't going to let the year pass without doing some type of uh, frightening event and uh, and use his full talent. Yeah, we can't. I mean, it would it'd just be a waste of uh, of talent and resources if we didn't let Thomas scare some people this year. <laughs> Do you scare people when they go out and play disc golf or anything? Well, not typically. Uh, now, sometimes my errant throws may scare them, but uh, uh, but you know that's how we uh, kind of built. The disc golf course. Scaring was, people. Well, <laughs> we did. We combined both. We needed, uh, we didn't have resources to build a course, uh, but we had Halloween resources. So uh, we put a, a trail through the woods there, which would allow us to build the disc golf course and in return allowed us to have our hayride. So we've been having the hayride there at Barfield Crescent Park for, uh, what, 18, 19 years now. Uh, and it, at, actually originally was a service road so we could get in and actually build the the, the back nine of the disc golf course so they all work together <laughs> hay rides and social distancing don't work out too well they do not and <laughs> and that was the big reason that we looked at and explored other options throughout the city uh, you know packing 20 or 30 people onto a trailer uh, repeatedly 
just doesn't seem a, a wise thing to do with this time of year and and the current situation. So we decided to, to bring back an old favorite. Uh, they used to do an event in Cannonsburg Village. They, I think it was called Ghoul Town, uh, and it was geared for young adults and children. Uh, so we've decided to go with the scary. Uh, Mercerboro does a fabulous job, the whole community, with young children. Uh, but there's not a lot for teens, young adults, and, and college students. So we're putting together Frightensburg. Uh, and where will that be? That will be at Cannonsburg Village. Okay. Uh, and it'll be a walkthrough attraction. So we're able to keep groups to, you know, two to six people, small groups. We'll be able to use parking areas uh for our weight lines so we can socially distance and and try to adhere to all the cdc guidelines uh for this event but uh it'll be exciting we're going through uh the the village and and kind of playing off some of the history uh and then finding opportunities to add some scares uh so i i encourage everyone to come out we'll be doing that uh in our where we would traditionally do the Barfield Bash that same weekend, we'll be doing Frightensburg at Cannonsburg. Oh, neat! This sounds reminiscent. Now, you were not around uh, many years ago when they used to do this uh, at some of the places on the square. Then they went to the Cox Gym. Right. Uh, pretty scary things. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the the benefit of some of the things they've done over the years is that some people would say that actually where we've gone and where we're going are really haunted. So yes. that actually yes. kind of helps the whole the right. whole proposition. Yeah, the Cannonsburg Village has several. Uh, <laughs> there's several structures there with with deep deep history. Uh, we've actually had uh, ghost hunters spend the night out there, and and they claim they got some readings. Hmm. They do. Interesting. Uh, well, you're right. They, those buildings were brought in from various parts of the county. Right. And so uh, no telling what came with them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to dig it out. Uh, in, so in you're going to make those uh, spirits feel right at home. Well, we hope to. <laughs> yeah. Now, what time will this be? And Well, uh, it starts, uh, we'll run it Wednesday through uh, Saturday, the week of uh, October 21st through the 24th. Uh, we'll start at about 7 o'clock each night, uh, but it's four nights, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, the cost will be $10, which is is fairly cheap for a haunted attraction uh, through around the area. So when you go to Nashville for some of those attractions, uh, they're $20, $25, and I think we're able to provide just as, as haunting as experience as any of those other attractions. Well, with you in it, it's, <laughs> it's really scary. Hey, believe me, it's not me. I get I jump out and get one scream maybe each trip, uh, but we have some fantastic people that are working on this. They're very creative. Uh, the Cultural Arts Theater Department is going to be helping with the props and scenes. Uh, we've got a couple of coordinators that have are really dedicated to helping us make this a good event. So I, I think it's a combination of our team uh, that will make this extremely frightening. It, yep. it usually takes, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of staff to put on the Barfield Bash. So we're going to put all those resources towards Cannonsburg this year when we do Frightensburg. And it's going to be a good time. And, you know, we're doing some other stuff with the event, too. So if people are waiting uh, to go their turn, you know, uh, through the attraction, we're going to have uh, some music, some fun stuff going along uh, with the event. And everything's going to be socially distanced. And uh, something that, that, that Thomas and everybody working on it has really been focused is, is how to sanitize in between and making sure we're doing, you know, our part to uh, 
to keep things as clean as possible. Now, will this be over the entire Cannonsburg area, or will it be in certain buildings? I think if we gave you those details, we'd take uh, some of the okay. scare factor away, Bart. <laughs> I won't ask. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, a lot you of the buildings will be used. A okay. lot of those will be used. And it, it'll be similar to when you go tour Cannonsburg and, and you have your self-guided walking tour. Uh, it'll be fairly similar to that. You won't hit all the buildings, but uh, it'll, it'll definitely take you through the story of the village. And, Aha. Okay. So you'll learn something historical while you're there. I'm not. Possibly. I, I can't guarantee that it will be factually <laughs> correct, but you will learn a story. Okay. <laughs> Wait, learn a story. A story. Not Maybe not the story, but a story. Rachel Singer is being awfully quiet today. I don't <laughs> I don't blame you, Rachel. <laughs> you, you're uh, up look here. who I'm in between. Yeah. <laughs> Question, questionable people up here. <laughs> well, tell us, uh, are you having anything exciting going on in the near future at uh, some of the other locations? A few things that we want to talk about. Um, you know, fall is exciting in uh, Parks and Rec, and um, as always, we're providing a lot of, of programming and this year, you know, I'm really proud of our staff for being extra creative. I think Parks and Rec staff is always creative, but um, with the challenges that have been provided for us this year, they're extra creative. So from that, we've gotten a lot of really, really neat programs that have come out. Um, one of the things that's going to be new for us is a murder mystery escape game Ooh. that we're going to do downtown Murfreesboro. So it'll be on the city plaza uh, outside of City Hall. And... Um, People are able to register either by themselves or teams up till four, um, and they're going to have a time slot. They would come during that time, get their clues, see what's happening, and then try to solve a mystery. So um, that's something kind of new for us, and I, and I think it's going to be really fun. Um, that's going to be October 3rd. It's a Saturday from 2 to 6, and it's free. Ooh. So why not come out and enjoy a nice weather? You do have to register, though, just so you can get your time slot. Now, would you actually be solving a, a murder mystery? That's what I'm told. Oh. Yeah, I think I'm going to participate because I'm kind of intrigued. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I think so. Now, what yeah. is that date again? So it's October 3rd. Not too far away. Not too far away. Yep. But we do need to pre-register. Yes. And so you can do that. You can actually do it online if you want to go to murfreesboroparks.com. Or um, or the City of Murfreesboro page and follow the Parks and Recreation links. So either one. You can also call our main office and they can register you um, if you would prefer that method. 615-890-5333. All righty. Well, let's look at some other things happening uh, throughout the Parks and Recreation world. And uh, let's see, Nate, what, what do you have up your sleeve? You know, Bart, this is this is just a great time of year. Like um, Rachel said, we've got so much going on at each one of our facilities and something new this year. Everything, everything that we have from uh, our, our, our cultural arts to our outdoor programs, you can drive past the Wilderness Station and see stuff happening outside just on a regular basis. So I think the thing that we try to push this time of year, especially, what's the temperature right now? About probably 65, about high of 75, yeah. something mm -hmm. like that today. It is a great time for people to get outside, and that's what we want to push. It's a, one of the most healthy things you can do uh, for your mental well-being and your physical well-being. Uh, but now is just a great time for people to get outside. So we're encouraging people to use our trail system, get out on the hiking trails, and, and try something they might not have ever tried before. So just go enjoy the Greenway, and it's it's an all-new look. The season 
makes things look totally different. Yeah, and you can see different animals that you usually can't see. Uh, it's just a different uh, different vibe all the way around. So people can to, can go to any of our facilities and, and just enjoy them really in a unique way this time of year. We've got 51 degrees on our thermometer 51. here uh, outside. So That's kind of chilly. It is, it's, you know, jacket I, weather. <laughs> I like it, though. This is, this oh, is yeah. my favorite time of year. And how does that affect the uh, the bicycle course? Are you talking about mountain biking? The mountain biking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a great time of year to mountain bike. Um, the, the, you can see the trails, uh, kind of how they go through the woods a little bit better. Uh, it, it's just uh, you don't get it near as hot out there, which is a benefit sure. for me. So I think people enjoy that. But we're um, we, we can get out. You can see kind of how uh, really the the trails cut through uh, that back area, of Barfield Crescent Park. Uh, and just uh, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun out on the trails. You know, this time of the year, with today being the first day of fall, people are anticipating the colorful fall. And I've heard people say that with this being a relatively moist summer, we may have some of the greatest colors we've ever had. And I would think that Barfield Crescent Park would be a good place to to check that out absolutely it's always beautiful out there and i've heard that too um as far as the color this year so let's let's cross our fingers and hope for that with that that's a great uh segue to outdoor murfreesboro is doing a fall native plant sale this Ah. year so um as people get out on our trails and look at those colors it's um it's a good time to think about planting um as well and our outdoor murfreesboro people um, have put together Uh, It's called the Murfreesboro Indigenous Plant Project. Um, I'm pretty proud of this project. Um, The the staff has actually collected uh, indigenous seeds, so just seeds from plants in Murfreesboro. So making it a little more technical than just going to uh, the nursery and getting native plants, which is also a great thing to do. Um, But these are plants that are actually, uh, you know, made for Murfreesboro, and uh, the staff there have grown it out. And so they're all different sizes, um, and you would have the opportunity to purchase these plants. Um, The staff is real knowledgeable and can help you decide which plants would fit best in in whatever kind of landscape that you're you're going for. And then, you know, we know native plants are great for habitat for our native um, pollinators, our birds, and all of our wildlife. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Now, when you talk about plants, are you talking about bushes, trees, flowers? So we have some trees. We've got grasses. We have forbs, which is your flowers, um, kind of your wildflowers. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot to, to pick from. Um, and that's going to happen at the Wilderness Station. It's October 2nd and 3rd, so that's a Friday and a Saturday. And uh, the time is 9 to 2. 9 a.m. until 2 in the afternoon. Okay. And uh, I'm sure the prices are very reasonable. They're very reasonable. Um, And like I said, I'm just really excited because these plants are indigenous to Murfreesboro. Um, They've gotten a little head start, and so they're super easy for the public to go and pick out what they want and be able to put them straight in the ground. Well, since they're going to be over at the Wilderness Station, will they have an opportunity to look through the Wilderness Station? Absolutely. So the Wilderness Station is open, um, and, you know, it's a small gift shop, and they're always creative on the merchandise they have. They've got a big supply of discs there for disc golf and some snacks, and then all of our wildlife ambassadors will be there to show off. That sounds great. And every age will love the Wilderness Station. Absolutely. Do you have uh, any of the wild animals there on display? 
We do. So we have uh, our wildlife ambassadors include our red-tailed hawk and a kestrel. So those are both birds of prey, as well as our screech owl. And then a variety of box turtles and aquatic turtles, snakes. We've got some insects. Um, So, yeah, kids love it. All ages love it. One thing that uh, you did a show once about owls. Uh, talking about the owls and the really large ones that are there in the park. Right. Uh, any more of those coming up soon? Um, Program-wise? Program-wise. You know, mm-hmm. um, Outdoor Murfreesboro has a wide menu. I'm not sure of when the date is specifically, but, if again, if you go to our website, murfreesboroparks.com, um, it'll all be listed there. But this is the time of year for some night hikes and some uh, campfires and owl prowls, so they'll have those um, definitely scheduled. Okay, so those are always fun activities, and of course, uh, the weather just makes it perfect. Right. Uh, And if you've never had s'mores, uh, you can't beat the ones on the campfire. That's right. They taste extra good. (laughs) They really do. (laughs) And this is good for all ages as well. So uh, the fall native plant sale again on Friday and Saturday, October 2nd and 3rd. Well, Nate, we, uh, we've heard on previous programs how we're coming along on the Greenway and mm-hmm. just a small section is uh, still not open, I believe, just to where the construction is there on uh, the New Salem Highway. Right. Uh, how, how's the rest of it going? Yeah, so we, we have actually taken control of Phase 4 of the Greenway, and it's open to the public. Um, our staff has gotten in now. Uh, uh, our natural resources team and our maintenance team have gotten in there and really trying to enhance those areas. So you'll see some of those areas changing and looking just a lot better. But uh, it's technically open, and we encourage people to use it. We've got over 15 miles of greenway uh, now, so it's great. We're looking for a big grand opening um, uh, sometime towards the end of October. We're going to do an official grand opening uh, to really celebrate this section of trail that's uh, immensely popular, and, and people have used it and have really just uh, told us how much they enjoy getting out. I know Thomas and his wife uh, get out on a regular basis, so uh, it's a great section of trail. We're going to be opening up. Uh, we're still looking for the construction on New Salem uh, to, to end, and hopefully that ends by the end of this year and we can have the full stretch open but we try to do our part and help them out because it slows construction when we get a lot of greenway traffic coming up through their construction zone so that only slows things down unfortunately we can only go to construction and turn around right now but we'll have that done here before uh, before we know it and have that full section of trail open to the public now when you finish that section and the whole thing is open how long can you walk without turning around so yeah you'll be able to go from barfield crescent park and you'll be able to go all the way to thompson lane or to cannonsburg village so it's over 15 miles of trail and that doesn't include um, our standalone trail which is 1.4 miles uh, that in goes from central valley road uh, to walter hill park uh, you can get either on on the trail from either of those locations so uh, this is like i said a great time people get out and really discover those trail systems uh, but, you know, we've got close to 17 miles now uh, of wow. Greenway, and we're always looking to, to grow it more. Uh, hopefully we have some news coming out in the future about uh, some additional trail that we're going to be working on. So we're excited about that. You know, Sounds good. Another thing that's happening, people have, uh, have seen going on, if you go out on the north side of town, if you pass the Richard Siegel Soccer Complex, you see a lot of equipment, a lot of big piles of dirt uh, out there. And so we've started our Phase 1 of the Siegel Park Improvement Project. Uh, and phase one of this is to, to turn four of our fields, fields one, two, three, and four, from, from natural turf to artificial turf. Ah, so yeah. uh, we're starting that right now, uh, and we're excited for that. 
Thomas, tell us a little more about that. Well, uh, as you know, Siegel Park, since it opened, uh, has been uh, a mecca for soccer and, and big major events from the TWSAA state championships to uh, the President's Cup, which is a national championship. Uh, and weather, obviously, with a, a uh, grass field is always uh, something that comes into play. Uh, so multiple times we've had weather during these high-end big tournaments uh, where e- people were either uh, unable to play at all or games were modified. And, uh, you know, over a few years of that, the city has recognized the need to have something consistent and to be able to provide that space. The economic impact from Siegel Park is uh, a huge contributor to the tourism dollars that come into uh, Rutherford County, and we want to continue that going. So this project in itself, uh, essentially we always like to say our parks pay for themselves, uh, but this one it, it will pay for itself through the economic impact and the tourism dollars that come into a town. Uh, to kind of put it in perspective, if we do a disc golf tournament, say uh, the largest disc golf tournament that we could possibly have with our facilities uh, would be about 190 players. And say all of those come in from out of town. If you look at a soccer tournament, uh, the largest soccer tournament we've hosted is 120 teams. And that's an average of about 16, 18 people each team that's coming into town. So it's a significant difference in the number of hotel rooms, the number of people eating in our restaurants, the number of people uh, buying our gas. Uh, But the good thing about those people is that at the end of the weekend, they go home and we're not providing them any city services. So they're the best tax dollars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, something that's unique about this project too, Bart, is it's something that we've never done uh, last year, we went, entered into a cooperative use agreement with the Tennessee, Tennessee State Soccer Association. So their headquarters were in Nashville, and they're moving those to Murfreesboro, and their staff wow. is moving to uh, the facility when it's complete. But what that does is it really helps us. Um, we have in-house experts uh, in the field of soccer, so they're going to help us on the development side, working with uh, clubs and different groups. Uh, and our goal is simple. We really want to make Murfreesboro a destination for soccer development, and it has been for years, you know, with our current facilities, but this will just take us over the top. Uh, We think conservatively we could bring in about 20,000, once the project's complete, about 20,000 room nights um, with with this. So uh, we've already got tournaments, uh, national tournaments, that want to move uh, to Murfreesboro, uh, even as far away from California. They're wanting to come to Murfreesboro because of this, because at the end of Phase 2, we'll have a full-filled 90,000-square-foot indoor soccer facility where people can practice and play throughout the year. Uh, But this just gives us so much more playability. Uh, We don't have to shut down for growing season. We don't have to do all of these things that we've had to traditionally do. Uh, so we'll be able to utilize it for not only uh, these large tournaments, these large events, but you know our local kids will really benefit from being able to play year-round and really enhance the, the competition uh, that they get to see. And then also it expands our recreational program as well. So kids, hundreds of kids more can get in throughout the course of the year and learn the game of soccer. And we'll go and uh, pause just a moment right now and check on the weather and the traffic, and we'll be back and continue. Let's continue on the subject of soccer. Very popular for all ages, and uh, kids just, they, they learn a lot from playing soccer. We'll be right back. Stay with us, won't you? We're 
News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we have been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand-washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dave Kibben of Music World and Drummer's Den and Animal City Pet Center. I'd like to give a thank you to the great people of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Our music store this year will celebrate its 15th anniversary, and our Animal City business celebrates 30 years. Then we're just very thankful to the great people of the area for all the support over the years. Come in anytime. Music World and Drummer's Den and Animal City Pet Center. Well, good morning. Traffic still holding up right now here on 24, coming past Elmaville Road. There's quite a bit of traffic on 840, headed over towards Franklin, Williamson County. No surprise there. It's stop and go out here. Sections on Memorial, trying to get down Memorial here, passing the airport. Celebrate autumn this year at Obery Gatlinburg during Oktoberfest. Check out all the fun details at obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Thank you, Chuck. What about the Murfreesboro weather? Brought to you by First National Bank of Murfreesboro. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the mid-70s. South winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies alone near 56. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 51. COVID-19 has changed our world. And First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you. During these uncertain times, it's good to have a friend to walk with you and help with financial guidance. First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you with free text banking, bill paying, mobile deposits, and more. I'm Shelly Rigsby, manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And I'm Amanda Gentry. Now a part of the Capstar Bank family. Member FDIC. Talk Radio WGNS. Putting the power of your free speech into action. On air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Amy Sad is our good neighbor of the day today. Amy Sad receives flowers from Ryan's Flowers, Coffee and Gifts, Jenny Harrison and the family over there, all wishing Amy the best. The person who nominated Amy said she always has a moment to talk to a friend, and she considers everyone around her her friend. Sort of brings sunshine into cloudy days for other folks. And our birthday winner today, getting the goodies from Simply Pure Sweets Bakery and Cafe, is Patience Long. To each and every one of you, hey, congratulations. Welcome back. We're talking today about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. If you have a question based on some of the questions, uh, topics we've touched on this morning, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. You can send that to us via text message. Same number, 615-893-1450. But you have to do that one on your cell phone. 
people said, I don't know how to send a text on my phone. Well, you, I don't think you can. Uh, you have to use your cell phone, but you can send it on that one same number. 615-893-1450. And here's a text question asking about the uh, soccer fields. They say, will the area uh, closer to I-840, will that area, which already has uh, a few fields, will it be built out for the soccer season? So we um, we have six fields. That's our Jordan Farm, you know, extension of the, the Seagull Park. So there mm-hmm. are six fields out there. Uh, as part of that, uh, th- this whole project, we will have those fields lit with LED lighting. So I'm not sure if that was the exact question, but that will come in the second phase. We don't know exact timing on that, but those fields are functional uh, and then are being used. So, And I think we have also have a restroom facility uh, that we received a grant through the state of Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, so a matching grant. Hopefully we'll be beginning on construction of that soon, too. There is plans uh, to in the very near future to build a restroom facility uh small pavilion uh and so it, it'll just make it a nicer facility for kids and families to be able to enjoy now will the uh the connecting road the expansion of cherry lane is that coming through this property or how does it so it's going to come just right next to it and it'll be able to connect uh in, in a unique way we're looking at just better connection opportunities for that campus as a whole uh, but it'll come just kind of skirt right on the edge of it and won't impact the facility necessarily. But like Thomas was saying, um, the, the restroom facility is kind of outside of the, our, our phasing because it, we're just waiting on the grant funding to come in. We've got that uh, the pavilion and restroom designed and ready to go. So we're excited about that. A lot of big things happening out there. Now, you mentioned the indoor soccer area mm-hmm. as well as the administration office for the folks with the uh, state soccer association right that, that's really going to bring a lot to the area it is and you know what we've learned about ourselves so with part of the the phasing part of this in phase two and what we've committed to with the tennessee state soccer association is to provide some office space for uh, their staff and for our staff as they move forward uh, and they'll be leasing that space from us um, but the, we've learned a lot about ourselves in the process over the past, you know, six months or so about what we really need. So we're looking at kind of simplifying that space, making it more multi-purpose. And, and a lot of big things are happening. We're, we're talking with potential partners that would like to uh, make significant investments and some sponsorships uh, for that facility. Uh, even, uh, you know, national brands have approached us really curious about what's going on. So I think seeing that, we're very excited about that. Uh, and again, that partnership with the Tennessee State Soccer Association just furthers those things because they know the avenues uh, just as well as we do to, to go and approach. But um, like we said, this this 90,000 square foot indoor facility is going to be uh, just an asset. You know, we talk about different things. Of course, we can use it for soccer development, but we can use it for big events, too. And then, you know, there's been instances where I think a couple of years ago, MTSU was preparing for a, a bowl game. Uh, and they couldn't practice on their fields necessarily as much because it was one of those weeks of rain. So it would be an opportunity for us to be able to partner with them and provide indoor space. So uh, a lot of cool things can happen, uh, and it really is uh, going to be a tremendous asset to the community. Here's another question. Uh, 
where did you say the indoor soccer facility is going to be located? Uh, if we can sort of picture in our mind right. the soccer fields. I'll paint a little visual picture. Yeah. It's okay. field number five, um, if you're familiar with the facility, is what will be the indoor facility. Uh, but if you pull in and you look straight at uh, that, that main building where our concession and meeting room is, it'll just be back and to the left of that. Okay, so it'll be on that first group of fields. Uh, right, the yeah. first field on the left. Uh, behind the championship yeah. field, if you're yeah, if right okay. next to the championship field. So if you're in the grandstands of the championship field, you will see directly behind uh, the player benches uh, the the facility. So this will be very noticeable for traffic oh, on absolutely. Memorial. Yeah, and I think it, it that's what provides some really unique branding opportunities uh, that we're excited about and we're working on right now. Now, will the new office uh, structure for the state soccer association be in that building or will it, be it won't be so what we'll do our plan is to build out uh, next to our meeting room uh, and that will be the office and multi-use space and then it, potentially some retail space as well that we've been discussing with so uh, lots of lots of really exciting things happening uh, and we're in discussions with a lot of groups right now to see exactly what that's going to look like uh, we have a question. This person, I don't think, was with us at the beginning. Sure. Uh, they're saying, what's the construction we're seeing off Cherry Lane right now? Yeah, so again, that's the uh, first phase of our Siegel improvement, Siegel, Richard Siegel Park Improvement Project. And what we're doing uh, is we're taking four fields, fields one, two, three, and four, and we're transitioning those from natural uh, turf to artificial turf. And that gives us just maximum playability uh, all year round, uh, even for some of these big events with uh, that we have these tournaments. Uh, and then even with our rec leagues, we can play them uh, more and bring a lot more uh, events to Murfreesboro. Yeah, I don't know that all of our uh, residents realize um, how good a situation they're in. Uh, Murfreesboro has the ideal location to draw tourists in. Uh, being within a 500-mile radius of two-thirds of the United States, it's a mecca for major events. We're getting seeing a lot more conventions and different things coming in. Uh, so to be able to improve this facility and make it there uh, obviously helps the soccer community on the national and, and regional level. Uh, but our local residents, they get to play on these facilities through the week. Uh, we've got several facilities like that, the Adams Tennis Complex, uh, that's an, a fantastic facility uh, that local schools and uh, get to play. Those residents get to play there at that facility in Old Fort Park. Same thing with uh, Starplex. You know, that's a award-winning baseball, softball complex. Uh, we bring a lot of people in. We have the, the girls' state tournament softball for high school. Uh, but because we have these big events we're able to justify putting the investment in to make these our world-class facilities and the end result is our local residents our local children get to enjoy those events if you notice all of our baseball softball fields in murfreesboro uh, you don't go to a field that you don't have shade there's shade structures over all the bleacher areas on all of our ball fields uh in murfreesboro and that's unheard of you know there's very few places that have those amenities on all of their facilities when do you think the groundbreaking will be for the indoor soccer uh, facility you know bart i I don't we don't know yet Uh, we're looking at uh, how that's going to line up in our cip uh, and there's a lot more at play you know this is a citywide uh, uh, decision we've got to line up the project with a lot of other initiatives that are happening you know it lines up with road projects with a lot of other things that 
we need to, to work on. So um, we decided to go ahead and start uh, with the first four fields and get part of that done. And we're excited about that. But just the simple answers, we just don't know yet. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, get a better idea in the next month or so and, and see what type of timeline that's going to be in. Well, we will put that uh, topic aside for just a little while because we have quite a few others to touch on before we leave today. One is the Greenway Arts Festival, and they say, Rachel, you're the one. Yeah, I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we talked about this last month, too, so now it's it's finally here. Uh, the Greenway Art Festival is being done virtually this year. They've put a lot of hard work into it. It looks great. You can access it from um, any of our website pages, the Parks and Rec um, page, and follow the links. Um, but it has a whole menu of local artists, um, and it, it includes their, their bio, some of their, um, their works, and you can purchase it directly from the artist. So uh, it's, they were, again, really creative. They even have a kids section. They have a music section. So they really tried to incorporate as much as they could of the, the actual Greenway Art Festival virtually. Um, and I, I just think they've done a wonderful, wonderful job. Um, but can you actually purchase art? You can, yes, from any of the artists there. It has their direct link to go, and so you will be purchasing from the artist, and then they can either um, arrange pickup or um, shipment or something. So, now, What is the website? So um, it's, our, it's our parks page, so murfreesboroparks.com or city of Murfreesboro forward slash parks will get you there. Um, and then you can just search for Greenway Art Festival, but it's it's pretty noticeable when you get to those pages. Now, how long will this be up? So it, it started on Saturday, and it will go through October 1st. So you have lots of opportunity to shop, um, kind of think about your purchases, and then, and then go for it. Um, but we've got so many local artists that are just so talented, um, and it's just a great way to highlight them, even though we couldn't bring them all together this year. Um, and then they're looking forward to, to being with us in person next year when we when we go back to that so um but there's i know that some of the artists are running specials right now um so i just encourage you guys to go and check it out um there's lots of murfreesboroparks.com yeah and then our cultural arts staff has been very very busy we also have um the the laureate program and so that's a year uh stint that our laureates will serve under um and that's that's coming due um it runs january 1st till december 31st so we are starting to look for our next set of laureates Um, and very soon you'll be able to apply for that Um, and we'll have three laureate spots available Um, they work with our cultural arts staff and all throughout the city for the whole year and they've been very valuable to us so that that'll on the horizon and will be coming soon and again you can check our pages um, if you're interested in applying for a slot Tell you what let's do. Let's pause and check on the weather and traffic, and we'll be back and continue our focus on Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Stay with us. When the weather's at its worst, we're at our best. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. 
This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Fair Construction can help you, whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Fair Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Call 615-893-6120. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Throughout the years, our number one goal has been to accurately assess your HVAC and plumbing systems. With four locations in Middle Tennessee, we provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. RoscoeBrown.com. RoscoeBrown.com. We just want to let everyone know that we've provided tours at the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living Community. While we know these last months have been challenging for everyone, we feel we've grown closer as a family and we take pride in the safety, support, and care we have been able to provide to our residents during this challenging time. We are pleased to be able to show our community again and would love for you to have a look at what independent living could mean to you. This is Hope Rogers with the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living Community, 2550 Willow Oak Trail. Call me at 615-848-3030. Hey guys, I'm Marcellus from Bubba Gandy Seafood, the freshest seafood in town with a new delivery every single week. The Gandy name started in the seafood industry over 60 years ago in Panama City, Florida. Now in the borough. On Memorial Boulevard, across from the Sportscom. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the mid-70s. South winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies alone near 56. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 51. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. We got some good neighbors that we like bragging on. Nominate a good neighbor every day. Put it in writing on WGNS. WGNS. AM. FM. FM. Online. Welcome back. We are focusing on Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. This is the time. I mean, it's fall. It officially arrived about 20 minutes ago. I'm sure a lot of you were celebrating. We should have had fireworks or we, something we, we like that. We should have done something like that. Yeah. Maybe live on air. So. Yeah. <laughs> it happened at 831 this morning. It just sort of slipped in on us. Felt good, feels good out there right now. Uh, the Back to Our Roots Fish Fry and Bake Sale is also around the corner. It is. This is a great opportunity to come out. And um, this is in place of our Heritage Festival that's always done at Bradley Museum. Um, so, again, getting creative. But this year they're going to do a fish fry to at least honor and, and still be able to participate in something like that. Um, so it's a drive through fish fry, so keeping us socially distanced. But you're able to buy tickets um, beforehand. And... Um, your your plate or whatever you have ordered will be ready for you and you just you drive on through and and pick it up and hopefully you can find some friends and family to enjoy that with but when is that so it's october 10th and it'll be from 12 until 4 
And there will be some available as walk-ups, but I really encourage you to get your pre-ordered ticket. And you can do that by calling Bradley Museum. Their number is 615-962-8773. Okay, and that's October the 10th. And uh, can you still go into Bradley right now, or is it closed because of COVID-19? We we do have some availability with Bradley. You can call for a tour um, and arrange that, and then some limited rentals. Okay, because I, I have a granddaughter. I was wanting her to see what an early school looks like. Oh, absolutely. Call and it that same number, and, and they can help you out. What a uh, neat place. Do what, Dan? Right. We have a schoolhouse at Kennensburg. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The walk-in, that's uh, the Myrtle Glanton Lord classroom. Is that the at one? At Bradley, yes. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, you may even remember if you were there under Ms. Lord, if she was your teacher, you might find your desk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard people commenting, look, at that, there's so-and-so's name on the desk. It is Kids. neat. It's a neat piece of history. Yeah. Well, tell us uh, some of the other things coming up. We have uh, about five minutes, four minutes left in our program today. Uh, anything else that we need to touch on this morning? Uh, we, um, I, I know our theater program has a whole menu of um, really fun programs. They're not doing any productions this year, so they're able to offer a lot of neat classes. Um, so I encourage you to look on the website and be able to sign up for those. You know, Bart, something that uh, we've done is really put a lot of emphasis in keeping our website up to date. Uh, so if you go to MurfreesboroParks.com, uh, that will take you to the different areas. And Rachel touched on it earlier, but in every single programming or facility element within the park system, uh, I think if people uh, were used to something, it's completely changed. And I think that uh, what we've talked a lot about is it, it's provided an opportunity for us to think outside the box. So uh, we're doing more programs uh, than we've ever done before uh, in the history of parks uh, here in Murfreesboro. Uh, and they're new and they're innovative. So I encourage people to revisit some of these parks that they might not have been to in a while. Look at some of the programming uh, opportunities that are happening at Patterson, at Sportscom, at Cafadden Community Center. Uh, and, and see what's going on. But I encourage people just to go back to that website because uh, we're keeping that up to date with all of the new things. I mean, you under, you hear the difference in the type oh, of yeah. programming that we're doing. So we're, we're very excited about that. Um, you know, something that we get a lot of questions about is the Senior Center, and we don't know a date yet when we're going to reopen, but the staff out there have really done a tremendous job uh, engaging our senior population and just making sure they're uh, getting the resources that they need and then also doing some outside programming with them and we're excited about that. So Once again, when is the Frightensboro? That's coming up uh, pretty soon. It's October 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. We'll run it four nights. Uh, the cost is $10. Uh, and we're looking at exploring doing some pre-sales, uh, pre-ticket sales. So more information will be coming. And I think if you just keep going to the website, MurfreesboroParks.com, uh, we'll keep updated we'll also update through our facebook pages and and various things like that but this is this will be a, a great event and a good night's entertainment i assure you hey thomas i've just got to hit me an idea but we would like to invite you to do a live broadcast as you walk through frightensburg oh that uh, would be Bart. scary i think that, that you can really uh put out on the airwaves and to see if it's really scary the true frightened sounds right? yeah <laughs> as thomas exactly makes his funny noises and scares everybody <laughs> Well, that sounds like a winner. Uh, and one other thing, too, uh, the uh, big uh, 
Greenway Arts Festival. I want to remind people again, it is going on right now. Right now, you can do all the shopping you want. And again, your website? Is murfreesboroparks.com, or you can go through the city website at murfreesboro.tn forward slash parks. Okay, and back to our roots, fish fry and bake sale at Bradley Academy drive through event. Right. And that's October the 10th, a Saturday from noon until 4. Pre-order, did you get that number? 615-962-8773. We want to say a special thank you. Did you have something No, else? I was just going to encourage people uh, who are listening, it's a great time of year to please get outside. Do something outside. Get on the trail. Get in the open space. Uh, get up uh, at Barfield. Go into the woods a little bit because if you don't, you're really missing out on just a tremendous time of year to get out uh, and get moving. Nate Williams, Rachel Singer, and Thomas Laird with us from Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Right here on WGNS Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro.